0: Hello and a warm welcome to Harmony UK Podcast. I'm John Beasley and for our seventh edition we'll be concentrating on just one big exciting event: the 40th anniversary convention of the Ladies Association of British Barbershop Singers. Over 2,000 women and a fair few men too have gathered in Harrogate in Yorkshire at the end of October 2016 to sing, to reminisce, recall, and to celebrate.
1: Party that Blackpool men were running, and they said ladies can't sing barbershop. Oh, Red so Black I sure said, ball.
2: oh yes.
3: I first saw a recording, a video recording of a barbershop contest, which was taking place at the Royal Albert Hall, and I thought, now that's the sort of singing I want to do. Because I'd done a lot of a cappella work at school,
4: so I decided to found my own club. I sang with Josh chord company, and we competed in the European and we won it. And we beat Ronninger from Switzerland, uh, from Sweden. And uh, it was just a magical weekend.
3: so many friends. You've always got somebody at the end of the telephone if you're feeling a bit down or if you're having trouble with a piece of music. There's always somebody there
4: you can talk to. Well I could say, well I'm a teacher, what do you do? But you, you don't have to do that, you
1: just a barbershop.
0: Though. Yes, that's yes. right.
4: Yes. just common ground for everybody. Yeah. Yes. yes, and it, from a council house to a policy. It doesn't a don't matter. You don't know, no. 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 you don't really care.
5: No. Either,
0: Cheshire Court Company with the performance from the 2009 European Convention of the Rogers and Hart classic, The Lady is a Tramp. You'll find that on YouTube, as you will those voices of Labs members who we also heard. They're taken from an excellent video produced by Rita Hollands to mark the ruby anniversary. Well worth a look and you'll find a link to it on the Harmony UK podcast Facebook page. So let's find out what else is happening over this convention weekend.
3: I'm Viv Garner, I'm Lab's Director of Events and I manage the Lab's convention team.
0: And in terms of the 40th anniversary, you really have pulled out all the stops this time, haven't
3: you? Oh, we've made, tried to make this a really special event. We've had lots of additional events going on over the course of the year and in the lead-up to this very special anniversary convention.
0: You were responsible, weren't you, for, for one of the really big things this time round the Beacon of Harmony, which has not only been a convention experience, but a year-round thing for Labs.
3: It has indeed. We planned out a route to take our Beacon, which is a scroll that every club could sign, and we set it off in Bournemouth at our convention last year. It went from Bournemouth all the way up to Aberdeen, and from Aberdeen it's worked its way round every club in Labs, all the way around the country. And finished up being brought back by Leeds chorus, the White Rosettes.
0: Who, of course, are the champions this year. Who
3: are the current champions until the end of
0: today. (laughs) When we'll have new ones, which hopefully we'll hear a little more about during the podcast. But um, that beacon must have seen a few sights. It it must have had a few things happen to it. Did did all the clubs treat it in the same way or did did they bring an individual spin to it?
3: Oh, I think all the clubs did their own thing. Lots of variety. Some clubs chose to celebrate on their own. I've got to say, lots of clubs had cake. <laughs> I think that was a very lady thing. We, lots of cake being eaten. Some clubs joined together. There were a couple of clubs who decided they'd meet up in a local shopping centre. So they had a sing in their local... Big arcade.
0: I think we were there. Go back to podcast two, you'll find it.
3: I think you were indeed. There was another club who celebrated outside their local station and got all the passers-by to join in. Is it, singing. True, is it true you had one that took it to the seaside? Oh, there is indeed. And they actually managed to design our anniversary logo in the sand, which was an amazing experience. I think that's on our blog.
0: If you look at the, the history of Labs, and there's a lot of it about, we're sitting next to a history room at the moment with all sorts of memorabilia, from uh, dresses and costumes through to photographs and pictures and cuddly toys that were taken by directors to various things. What sort of impact has, has Labs had on the lives of its members over that time?
3: Oh, I, I think Labs and barbershop in general it, it, it becomes something that almost takes over your life. You become so engrossed in it. Singing has such a wonderful effect on your well-being, and we're a huge, huge community. Got so many friends all over the country that it's impossible really to explain exactly how it impacts in full. But it's it's got me involved in lots of things. I help out with, at all sorts of events. I just love the atmosphere. It gives, it's given me confidence. It's helped me develop other skills that I never knew that I had. And I think, overall, it's, it's just an amazing hobby. I, I can't imagine being without it.
0: What do you think's gonna to happen to labs over the next 40 years?
3: I think we'll go from strength to strength. We're already growing from being a very tiny organisation, we've now got 54, 55 clubs involved, getting more and more clubs all the time. Ladies are hearing what we do and wanting to join in, and as long as we've got the time, why wouldn't we? It makes us feel good, it gives us lots of pride in what we do, and I think we look good too.
0: Absolutely. Thanks to Viv Garner for taking time from an extremely busy schedule, at the heart of which, as always, is competition. 31 competing choruses this year. So who did take that all-important gold medal? Contestant number 28, from Amersham, under the direction of Helen Lappert, Amersham Acapella.
6: My name's Helen Lappert, I'm director of Amisham A Cappella.
0: And you are the new gold medalist this year, congratulations. Yes,
6: we are, thank you so much.
0: After four years of of, of coming second.
6: Yes, we worked our, am I allowed to say butts off?
0: I think so, it's not not the BBC. (laughs) Uh,
6: Yeah, we, we worked extremely hard, we were so, so desperate. To, well, to go out there and do better than we'd ever done before. That was the thing. To win the audience over.
0: Tell us then about what the thought that went into the selection of the two songs.
6: Well, To Don Hot um, and uh, Hit Me With A Hot Note medley arranged by Liz Garnett. We had sung the previous year and I felt, we felt that we could do a better job of it. So we wanted to take the opportunity to do that. Um, as for the ballad, we had sung in the previous year um, "I Have Dreamed" by arranged by David Wright, which we adored, and we wanted to find something that was at least as wonderful. And so, scoured YouTube and happened upon Ambassadors of Harmony's 2012 international winning uh, package where they sang "No Other Love," and I totally fell in love with it
0: when you've got that level of desire to win and when you're looking at your songs who are you thinking of most is it the judges is it the audience or is it both together
6: well uh, now just clarify for me when do you mean? At what point are you talking about that we might be considering the songs?
0: Well, that's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking really in the three months up to your actual performance where you're honing everything, where the chorus is, is, is working out its interpretation, where you're actually thinking of how you're going to produce this and, and the impression that you want to leave.
6: We're thinking about how can we do greatest justice to the music? How can we bring it all to life in a highly entertaining both visually and vocally magnificent way so that it's totally compelling.
0: And at the very beginning at the selection process who are you thinking about most?
6: Not thinking about anyone in particular thinking about which song do I feel that I could love and direct wholeheartedly. You see if I love it it's likely that chorus is going to love it too.
0: I think it came across to everybody this afternoon that you and the chorus really did love both of those songs. But what difference do you think this is going to make to Amish and cappella? Here you are, you've been knocking on the door, you've been silver medalist, four years running. You've now got a gold. What does that mean?
6: Well, actually, we did win a gold. We've won two other golds. We won a gold in, I think it was 1996, before my time, Uh, not before I was born Um, and also in uh, 2010 we won a gold Um, however that year neither the White Rosettes nor Cheshire Cord were in the competition and so it felt like we wanted to go and win it fair and square (laughs) um, against one of those two that had been winning alternately each year.
0: And this year of course you did beat Cheshire Cord by quite a few points
6: Yes, I haven't even had a chance to look at the score sheet
0: yet. What's next on the agenda then for Amish Macapella?
6: Just keep building on where we are already and integrating all the beautiful singing technique and that, that we can into every song that we sing and learn.
0: Of course, with Labs, unlike Babs, Cottontown Chorus are going to the United States... L.A.B.S. is not affiliated to any large organization, worldwide organization, um, with the exception, of course, of, um, of, of World Harmony Foundation. But you, you don't get the opportunity to compete on that international stage in the same way that, that other choruses in Britain from Babs and Sweet Adelines do. Does, does that matter to you?
6: It is something that we've thought about and uh, been felt a little wistful that we would love to be able to go to America and compete in a bigger, more international arena. Yes, we'd love to do that. But I haven't really ventured into it, and I feel a a loyalty to labs. And, you know, I suppose if we really want to, we could go and compete outside of Barbershop internationally.
0: As indeed White Rosettes have done, haven't they? They, they, They've got a wild card into the final of the um, Choir of the Year competition. Yes.
6: Yes, that is one
0: route one could take. So you might consider that in the future?
6: Yes, and we did enter that competition several years ago and we were selected as choir of the day and then we didn't go beyond that and we've done the ice deadford as well
0: let's come back to the shorter term then what what's what are you going to be doing in the next couple of weeks
6: celebrating obviously blitzing our christmas repertoire as we've got a lot of christmas performances and partying and more partying and trying to actually come to terms with the belief that it has actually happened And stroking all of those trophies.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you're going to have a wonderful time, and I wish you lots of party. Congratulations on a brilliant win, Helen. Thank
5: you. Thank you. Thank you so.
0: Just listen to that applause for Amersham acapella, concluding their set with a medley based around the song It's Too Darn Hot and best wishes to them as they embark on an exciting year as champions. But as befits a big anniversary convention, as well as looking forward there's been plenty of reminiscing. Well, let's return to the myriad of displays from choruses in the history room to find out a little bit more.
1: Brenda
6: Griffiths.
0: And you're from?
1: Second City
6: Sound. And? Margaret Haggard, Second uh, City Sound as well.
0: And you, you've got loads of Second City Sound memorabilia here. Tell, yeah. tell me about this fella here.
1: Oh, well, uh, we sang Heart of a Clown.
0: Heart of a Clown. You've got and a little clown down. there. And somebody as- made as- this. Rag Clown, really, is yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, that was passed round the back to the MD at the end of the song, Second City Sound. Right. So, so your MD
0: ended up with the clown. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Heart of the clown.
0: Heart of a clown. So the story
1: went round the clown really. There's an awful lot of um memor- memorabilia with with um, everybody's bought books in, you see. I mean I bought two of the books in the memory books and all the things that have gone on over the years. And it's nice to see them actually. It's and nice to, to go back and see.
0: And is that your, your very sparkly dress up there you were saying, Ray?
1: Really? Yes. It's a sparkly mauve at the top with a very nice pink at the bottom. We had the pink shoes to match as well. So it's all an ensemble. It looked very nice, actually. How did they change over the years? Because I should imagine fashion's changing. Well, we started very, very bland with just the top and a cape, a red cape with a gold skirt. That was our very first costume in 1991. And then, um, as I say, as each member came, we had to get more costumes. So it was a case of... Um, Find getting new costumes for enough chorus, for enough, enough people in the chorus. I
0: and must it, ask about this because I know in, in men's choruses, certainly in my chorus, every time we need a new costume, we need a new, new uh, outfit, people go, oh no, we've got to get another outfit, and people discuss it very reluctantly, and we then come to a conclusion. I, I suspect in the ladies' chorus it's slightly different.
1: Um, well, th- we have a dress committee. So we don't ask the chorus what they'd like or what, you know, it doesn't go, go around the chorus, does no, it? it, just with the dress it stays with the dress committee yeah. entirely. And they decide what the chorus is going to wear.
0: And do the chorus, are they normally happy with that? Not or? always.
1: No. <laughs> no, no, no. no, just like life, no, no. We're not always happy, no. But <laughs> we settle. Yeah, the sparkle sort of makes you feel better in yourself. Yes. And if you've got shoes to match, of course. But as the chorus grows... so we have to find something new i mean that costume there it went to holland and back that green one we sang in holland this green um, turquoise you felt good in that one i did i felt very, i, I love that costume
4: you did like that one yes
0: so what can i just ask what what sort of memories is this is this bringing back for you have you got a, a, a particularly fond memory from, uh, from from second city or from, from Barbershop more generally
1: there we are at at one of the girls wedding day and she asked us to be bridesmaids so we were all bridesmaids that's our chorus at the church of this karen who got married
0: bridegroom and about 40 bridesmaids in <laughs> yes. blue yes
1: and we sang in the church and it was beautiful it was it was a lovely day wasn't it it was a nice day, day. it was a lovely day and then we went to uh, was it cannon hill park she had the reception her because her husband was a I policeman went to then the and it was a. It happened to be the same weekend. There were fireworks and everything, so it turned out very, very nice. It was
0: lovely for them. Brenda and Margaret from Birmingham's Second City Sound, who went on to win this year's most entertaining chorus award with yet more elaborate, eye-catching costumery when they performed a Toy Story-themed set with 40 or more singers taking to the risers dressed as Woody, Buzz, Bo Peep, Rex, Mr Potato Head and, in fact, the entire gang from the movie. Now, that performance is also up on YouTube, and it's definitely worth Googling. Here's a flavor.
4: Hey, Woody, the coast
5: is clear. There's a snake in my boot. I do do city
0: sound singing You've Got a Friend in Me. Well, beyond the competitions, the memories, and the celebratory cake and fizz which was on offer for every convention goer, there were also a couple of excellent shows and plenty of fringe events at this convention. And there were quite a few fellas, as I mentioned here in Harrogate, joining the festivities too. One or two barbershop widowers, of course, but also this year's Babs champions, the Cottontown Chorus and Finest Star Quartet, were both here to entertain, as was this Famous foursome from the USA.
5: <laughs>
7: <enario> <iméricen> Baby, why don't we just turn that TV off? Three hundred fifteen channels of nothing but bad news. <welt> off. Well, it might be me, but the way I see it, the whole
5: <sighs>
7: do do- look
0: like <laughs> O.C. Times there, who many people down, regard as one of the most exciting quartets to emerge since the millennium. The O.C. stands, they say, for Orange County in Southern California, where they first got together. The initials are also a nod towards O.C. Cash, the founder of the original barbershop preservation movement back in the 1930s. Well, on the Saturday lunchtime, their lead, Sean Devine, spoke at a fascinating fringe masterclass on the theme of how to make your quartet distinctive and the importance of what he called that all-important fifth member, a trusted advisor. Afterwards, Sean told me about OC Times and the advice
8: that had changed the career of the quartet. We do believe uh, to be successful in your journey, there's only so much you can do inside the quartet, inside the ensemble, because your vision is limited from that perspective. So to put your trust in someone, to come in as your advisor, as your coach, as your mentor, any great quartet can point to that fifth member when they say, how many are in your quartet? Hopefully you can say at least five. Uh, so you can credit a uh, coach. And then we have a wonderful friend, arranger uh, Aaron Dale. So our mentor, Mark Hale, our arranger Aaron Dale, we really had a six person team, a music team to help the ensemble from an outside perspective and the balance of who we really were to find the most appropriate songs to sing for our audiences. How did they change you? I mean, what, what did you start out trying to be and yes. what did you end up being? Yes, well, we were were a bit younger when we started and we said we want to be sort of quote the boys next door you know singing uh, about uh, young love and uh, singing about our the silver in our mother's hair right Uh, uh, sort of the boys next door mentality but we thought um, being in our mid our young uh, early to mid 20s and being single and being from Huntington Beach California and at that time finding ourselves in pubs uh, speaking to girls, we thought, well, rather than being the boys next door, why don't we be this who we are—our mid twenties, single, going out, meeting uh, girls at pubs, and uh, just having a, a wonderful time sharing our music. That's where we actually ended up as OC Times, and it was really who we really are. So that worked out for the best. So it was a conscious
0: effort then to project a sort of Californian
8: it image was. to people. It was, and we talked here in the masterclass a bit about thinking about your your age your regional uniqueness because that's what people perceive as before you're introduced people say please welcome from huntington beach california in orange county california oc times and we walk out we're in our twenties we're dressed as the guys would dress uh, going out to a formal event in california this is who we were so why try to pretend or try to project something that wasn't genuine our coach and our Rangers really helped us find who we truly were and to convey that to the audience which became our most successful play
7: in the warmth of the sun i long to be with you so let me make your dreams come
5: true Ooh.
7: The other thing that
0: I found really interesting, though, in, in, in your talk was the the idea of cool versus weird. Oh, the yes. idea of having
8: some sort of arbiter on, on on the various moves and presentation. Yes, oh yes. Uh, we, we joked around today. We said we're all weird, and that we're all singing barbershop together right now as as, a, as an organization. We're all. I think everyone has a little bit of weird in them, but gosh if we can go out and just be the coolest version and sometimes finding the coolest version of yourself is trying to eliminate the weird right and again you have to find someone on the outside and sometime that person on the outside is a video camera that you place Um, we are ending up uh, at first we were just audio recording our rehearsals and then we found if we video recorded we could see what this was gonna look like and we were able to get that outside perspective so um, videoing and, and seeing oh boy that move was not genuine in fact it was very very weird let's not do that move it was sort of funny to us in the quartet but outside the quartet it conveyed a completely different meaning so cool versus weird is something we take very very seriously
0: (laughs) is is that is that part of
8: the 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 groundbreaking nature of the quartet because you you
0: really have brought new music into barbershop over the past 10-15 years
8: you know and that question came up yesterday at a, at a, a little meet and greet that we had and we found that we were getting inspiration from professional artists. So we were finding balance from not only some of our heroes in the barbershop style, but Michael Buble, uh, Kurt Elling, some of our favorite professional singers in, in the world. And we said, what can we learn from them? Um, how can they? Um, how can we connect our style of music to how they're performing their style of music? And we were able to make some connections and find inspiration from some of the coolest artists out there in our mind that we we're able to find and draw sort of that balance between being a barbershop quartet, being true to our roots, but finding that inspiration and try to be groundbreaking. That's scary stuff to be groundbreaking because you have to try something new and that might not be accepted as cool or Um, positive from everyone at first ultimately uh, we're succeeding if they find over time that we're genuinely like this and we're being true to ourselves and then we're accepted. <laughs> to, to the extent
0: that, that you you also referenced other quartets, Lunch Break with the clarinet, oh, and I think the, the, the extreme,
8: uh, what do yes, they call it yes. again, with the saw. Extreme with the saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you know what, go out and find those things that make you unique. And even if it's just one or two songs in your set that you have this very unique strength, the ability to play a saw, or if you have a performance degree from university on the clarinet, why not find a way to work that into your set? If you can play the harmonica, if you can whistle, find a way way to include this in your performance package to entertain your audience and show something special about you, why not?
0: Clearly, you're, you're, you're no
8: longer in your, your 20s. I hope you don't mind me bringing that up. <laughs> yes, yes, um,
0: yes. <laughs> What is OC Times now, then, as
5: a quartet?
8: You know, it's funny. We're I'm the oldest. I just turned 40 this year. And we do have a decade uh, between the oldest and the youngest, Corey, I just turned 30. He's a newlywed. And uh, in between, we've got Sean, who's uh, 37. He's married with four kids. And then our baritone, Patrick, is 33. He's young, uh, although he's um, uh, in a re- wonderful relationship, no kids yet, so we have four different stages of life here but actually in reverse order but uh, how do we find ourselves today you know that we find that maybe some of the songs we sang in our 20s or maybe they've become weird uh, now for a 40 year old to sing it versus a 25 year old no example? you know well, we joked around about it today, but the Ringo Starr tune, you're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine, maybe not as acceptable, <laughs> you know, and and you made a joke, maybe it wasn't acceptable when Ringo sang it, but it's, it's such a classic rock song mm. that sometimes we can get away with it, but we are, we made reference today, country music, we all enjoy country music, the new country style, and we're finding that... Um, Uh, as, As modern music, as today's modern music, we're finding it a little trickier to find those melodies that can be harmonized to in today's music. We do love it and respect it. We're finding that today's country really does translate over to the kind of songs and stories and heartfelt messages that we connect to and want to portray. So we actually, what's different, we're finding ourselves singing more and more country music uh, and telling more and more stories, and which, which we do enjoy. Which begs the question, of course, is is barbershop changing? And are you as excited about it now as you, you were 15 years ago? I am more excited to be a barbershopper now than ever. And I think it's because, i say there's some evolution happening, but I think there's a wonderful balance between respecting what we would call, quote, the old songs. You can still hear the old songs at every corner of every barbershop convention being sung by old and young alike. You hear it on the contest stage. You hear it uh, in show sets. What we're doing is adding songs. We're not taking away songs. We're adding to our repertoire. We do believe, and I mentioned this today the barbershop style, um, we're not protecting a collection of songs. We're protecting and um, encouraging a style, a genre of music. So we are respectful of our past and we love the old songs and we have old songs in our repertoire. What we're doing is adding songs so that the appeal to the public can be broader. Welcome to the South. Out of Roanoke, I caught a trucker oh. out of Philly Had a nice oh. long toke But he's heading oh. west from
7: the Cumberland Gap To Johnson City, Tennessee And I gotta get a move on before the sun I hear my baby calling my name, And man, I know that she's the only one And if I die, Riley, at least I will die free we will die free so rock a mama rock me like the wagon wheel Rock a mama rock me any way you feel Hey, do mama, no, mama rock me mama rock me Rock, mama, rock me Rock a mama, mama rock me like the wind and the rain Rock me mama like a southbound train Hey, do no, mama, no, mama, no, mama rock me
0: I love that song, Wagon Wheel, an example of one new song added by OC Times to the canon of close four-part harmony. It was co-written just a few years ago by Bob Dylan and Ketch Secor, and that version can be found on OC Times' album The Road, which is available through iTunes. Thanks very much to Sean Devine for taking time to talk about the quartet. Now, labs themselves have been making their own contribution over the past year to the barbershop repertoire. They've been encouraging all 2,000 members to learn a specially commissioned arrangement of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. They're treating it as a polecat, even though it's by no means the easiest song to learn and sing together. Nevertheless, one of the highlights here at convention was a mass sing of that very song.
9: I'm Lane, I'm Music Category Specialist for LABS and I also sing tenor with Gem Connection. We've just got phenomenal people within LABS, the ladies are incredible and as a music group the music judges looked at it and thought, do you know what, these ladies can do it and they've absolutely just stepped up to it and learned what is a tricky arrangement but they've gone for it and given it 100% and I can't wait to hear it later today when there's 2,000 people singing it. this year. It was a number one 40 years ago and it just seemed like a perfect song to do for this 40th anniversary for LABS. It seemed like all the stars were aligning and that we should put it together and see if if we could get an arrangement for it. There was certainly some trepidation to begin with. It is a tough arrangement. It's probably the hardest that we've done as a Polecat. But having said that, um, we did a Harmony College back in May, I think it was, of this year. And we had 200 ladies come along to sing that version. They've taken it back to their choruses. We've also had one of our top quartets, The Mix, run a special day just on Bohemian Rhapsody to teach it to people and to get people together to sing it. So it's been a real integrated kind of song. In some notes on a music programme to me but when I heard it live for the first time it was just fantastic and the Facebook um, has just gone crazy and it just went viral over like 24 hours or something um, so nearly 100,000 people have sh- seen it, shared it, shared it with a wider audience uh, I think it even got shared by the Freddie Mercury fan club or something on Facebook or the fan club, um, picked it up on Facebook and recommended it And that took it to a lot more likes overnight. So uh, really phenomenal. the ladies are going to be amazing. I was really lucky last night that I was in the auditorium when they sang it twice, once at the start of the live show and once at the end. And So there was about maybe 300, 400 people singing it then and it was amazing. So it's going to be incredible tonight.
0: Heather Lane's arrangement of Bohemian Rhapsody directed by Sally McLean of the White Rosettes and sung by 2,000 convention goers. An unforgettable moment and once again there's a link to the video on the Harmony UK podcast Facebook page. Well, we've still to hear from this year's Champion Quartet, but before we do, let's take stock of this convention with the Chairman of Labs, Brenda Rothwell. I caught up briefly with Brenda as she was heading off to a rehearsal with her chorus Cheshire Chord, and I asked her what kind of a weekend she'd had.
4: Well, wow, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's been a long time in the planning, probably about two years, the build-up to it, but. Everybody seems to have had a marvellous weekend and it's all, it's all been focused on the members and celebrating 40 years.
0: What's been your favourite bit?
4: Oh, gosh, that's a really difficult <laughs> question. Um, I think it's just seeing all the membership get on board with the idea of celebrating the 40th. They've absolutely loved it. But I suppose if I was to pick something out, it was the return of the Beacon of Harmony to the stage on Friday knowing that it has actually been all over the country.
0: I suppose we, we now need to start looking to the next 40 years, Let, let's ask about the short term, What what's what's coming up for labs that you think is, is, is important and that, that, that we should know about?
4: Okay, well on the back of our busy convention this year, we've probably got an even busier convention next year because we're hosting the European Barbershop Convention. And we're looking forward to welcoming all our friends from Europe to come over and compete and have a show spot on the Friday night. And then, so I suppose that's the short term. But beyond that, um, the Labs Board are very keen to develop on the spirit that we've got within our association, and we intend to be around in the next 40 years. So we look forward to celebrating the 80th. <laughs>
0: and so say all of us brenda rothwell there who chairs the ladies association of british barbershop singers so to the one remaining highlight of the convention weekend the winning labs quartet
9: contestant number five from stockport and club at large kate leslie jen and sherry tenacity
5: Oh, with rise, oh, but I can only love you in just one way, to keep love shining, air. Gotta feel I feel deeper than the deep blue sea. That's how deep it is
2: when it's real. Hello, I'm Sherry. I am the bass. Hello, I'm Jen, and I'm the baritone. Hi, I'm Kate, I'm the tenor. Hi, and I'm Leslie, and I'm the lead.
0: And congratulations to all of you on a fantastic win on Friday. A Lab's gold medal in their 40th anniversary year, what does that mean?
2: It is the most exciting thing ever. It is such an honour to have received this in the Lab's 40th anniversary year. Um, It's an absolute dream come true.
0: It was fantastic to, to, to watch you just now because you've just been in the champion Show. And although you, you, you've only just won this medal, you look incredibly assured on stage.
9: Oh, thank you. Um, obviously, we can relax now and be comfortable, so we can enjoy the you know the getting up on stage and just performing for, for our friends and families and all our barbershop friends as well. We enjoyed it. How
2: long have you been going as a quartet? Well... In this lineup, it's been two years. We won the silver last year at Labs, and obviously we were fighting to get the gold and did this year, so we're very, very pleased.
0: And what about the songs that you sang? Tell us about the songs and, and, and the choice of songs. Who wants to do that? Mm.
2: Strangely, the lead doesn't do the talking. That's normally me. <laughs> um. So the songs that we chose today uh, were two barbershop arrangements, which were our uptunes from the semifinals and the finals, um, two of our favourite songs, we love to sing them, and then our other two songs were um, choral arrangements and barbershop arrangements, but non-competitive songs that we really enjoy singing. So we thought we'd have a mixture and a bit of a variety for the audience.
0: We hear, and we've been hearing this weekend, quite a lot about quartets and their personality and and how they should decide to portray themselves there was a workshop yesterday which uh, had quite a lot about that how would you describe your your quartet i mean what what do you want people to think of when they when they see
2: you oh that's a tricky question sassy for one yes Go on.
9: sassy exciting loud fun fun loving yeah the whole bag bag of tricks the whole bag
0: You certainly do come across that way. But you also seem to have a very wide range of songs. I mean, you you did a very sassy song. You also did a gospel song.
2: Yeah, we, all of us, like a wide variety of genres of music um, Kate teaches community choirs and sings a wide range of musical pieces, both Jenny and Leslie both have choral backgrounds I'm a country and folk singer so we like to take bits from every genre that we can and put it into our repertoire
0: And you all seem to be very good friends as well, you were saying that you were uh, they, they all came and sang at your wedding a month ago
2: They did, they're alright, you know <laughs> they'll do, no we are, we're very very good friends, we've known each other a long time now in the barbershop world before Kate joined our quartet she used to coach our quartet before I joined the quartet I was a bit of a groupie for the quartet so yeah we've known each other a long time and we're really good friends you end up spending a lot of time together so it's a good thing if you get on
0: and I suspect even more time together in this this championship year
9: Oh yeah, and we can't wait, we can't wait for the, the, the year ahead and we, we just hope we can be great ambassadors for labs and, well, I'm sure we will be um, and we're really excited about what you know what's coming ahead and what we can go and do and, and sing for maybe other people that, that maybe not have seen us before. So. Well,
0: can I wish you all a fantastic year and thank you very much indeed for, for taking the time to talk to us on the podcast.
2: Thank you, thank you for having us. Put your arms around me, honey, hold me tight
5: Huddle up and cuddle up with all your might Roll them eyes, roll them, roll them, roll them, roll them Those eyes I cannot lie Look at me, my heart begins to float Then it starts rocking like a m- m- motor boat Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, I never find
0: Tenacity talking to me after the Sunday morning show and the songs you heard were taken from their contest-winning performance. And that about wraps up this edition of Harmony UK podcast from the Lab's Ruby Anniversary Convention in Harrogate. Hope you've enjoyed the coverage and best wishes to all members of the Ladies' Association. I'll look forward to seeing you at the golden anniversary in 2026. Don't forget that your comments, thoughts and suggestions about the podcast are always welcome. Email HarmonyUKPod at gmail.com, tweet at HarmonyUKPod or leave a message on our page on Facebook. From me, John Beasley, thanks for listening. And let's conclude with this special tag written to mark the lab's 40th anniversary year and performed online by the Virtual Chorus. Till next time, keep the whole world singing and bye bye.
5: Oh we <laughs>